friends, welcome to Aromatic Chat, the podcast that introduces you to registered, clinical, and certified aromatherapists around the world. Every other week, I sit down with a different aromatherapist to learn about their aromatic journey and how they use essential oils in their lives and their businesses. Aromatic Chat is produced by Lemon Balm Coaching, and I'm your host, Melissa, your master transformational coach and registered aromatherapist. If you are involved in the aromatherapy community at all, you are familiar with the name Tisserand. Welcome to podcast episode number 63, Aromatic Chat with none other than Hannah Tisserand. It is an honor to sit and chat with her and learn about her aromatic journey. You are going to be so glad you tuned in today to hear from Hannah. I don't want to make you wait one more second, so let's get started. Oh, Hannah, I am so glad that you're here with me today on Aromatic Chat because, you know, if you're in the aromatherapy community, if you're a student of aromatherapy, you've graduated from a school, you know who Robert Tisserand is. Everybody knows who Robert Tisserand is, but you are not Robert. You are Hannah and you have your (laughs) own amazing story. And I cannot wait for people to hear all about you and what you're doing in aromatherapy, because you're not famous just by association. You are Hannah Tisserand. So I'm very excited you're here. Thank you. Thank you so much, Melissa. Thank you. I'm really excited because I really love this show and you've just got, you know, you've got a great talent of making people comfortable and and, uh, talking in a very easy way. And that's great. And on that, on the note of Robert, I recently had a sort of epiphany of going through all of Robert's history. And I looked at him and I said, well, Robert, I can't, I can't ever live up to your legacy. And he looked at me and said, well, good thing you don't have to then. You just have to live up to yours. (laughs) I was just going to say that. Good thing you don't have to. (laughs) So that was that, that, that was really, that was really wonderful. And I'm really grateful for, you know, uh, being able to uh, grow myself uh, beside him and beside everything that he he is and he has been to, to the field. Well, it sounds uh, like he's very supportive of you. Like he's not just like, I'm Robert and you're my wife, right? He's, no, you have your own story to tell. You have your own legacy to leave. That's awesome. I love that. So where are you guys now? Because I know that you moved earlier in 2022. Where are you guys? Uh, yes, we're, we're currently in Southern California. If if anyone is familiar, then we're now in the Thousand Oaks area. Uh, I keep saying that we're the valley of the valley. So you have Los Angeles, then you have the San Fernando Valley, which is also known as the valley. And we're the next valley over uh, in, in that direction. And uh, yeah, we moved in 2021 uh in in at the end of may <laughs> kind of we, we spent five years before that in uh prague in the czech republic in central europe and kind of forgot about all the holidays so we decided a good time to land uh at lax would be the labor day, uh the memorial day weekend uh <laughs> right as good plan as things started opening up for the first time during the pandemic so everybody was very excited to travel and that's when we decided to move. Uh, so yeah, but we've been we've been here uh, since May 2021, and 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 it's it's been really really nice, really wonderful. 
And you guys were in Prague before then. What what yeah. took you guys to Prague? Because you said you were there for about five years. Yeah, well, it was a combination of uh, uh, me being a Czech citizen and living there and uh, a little bit of administrative visa issue. So we were basically just waiting out uh, my U.S. visa in, in Prague. It took a bit longer than expected, uh, but there, uh, Prague is a wonderful city uh, as yeah. well. And it's a wonderful yeah. place to to be in, too. So uh, it yeah. wasn't it wasn't horrible. It was quite, quite enjoyable, too. Anybody who's ever tried to live internationally will understand everything that you just said. Yeah. <laughs> the weight, the visas, all of the things. It is a process yeah. that people don't realize. Like if you're only a U.S. citizen yeah. and you've only traveled in the U.S. or maybe vacationed somewhere else. Yeah. The idea of visas and stuff like that is really foreign. Yeah. But anybody who's listening who's ever tried to live in another country, you get it. They, yeah. they will have yeah. much as long as you want to as long as you want to stay for longer than three or six months you right. yeah that things start to get complicated yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure for sure well let's yeah. go ahead and just jump right into your story so I know I kind of have a little bit of background because I've sat in some of your webinars and classes and through the aroma summit and things like that but I would love for you to just share your aromatic journey. Like how in the world did you get involved in aromatherapy, first of all? And then how, how did you get to where you are now? Okay. Uh, so, well, long story short, I'm going to just take the full story. I do take come the full from, story. This is for uh, you. Yeah. This is your time. <laughs> take the full story. I do come from a culture and a family that is very much sort of health focused. So my mom is a uh, is a pediatrician, and my grandma is what I would call a, a sort of a nurse nurse by passion. So she's uh, she's always been a nurse. Uh, if she could have worked part time, she would have worked until uh, seventy five. Uh, so she she just has the kind of caring personality. Uh, so that's one side of, of my family background. And the other side is that uh, both the Czech Republic and the whole sort of Central European area, Germany, Austria, Switzerland, has a very um, intense relationship with uh, phytomedicine. So there's a there's herbal tradition uh, and there's a big, big overlap between um, pharmacy and and herbal apothecary sort of to say so if you walk to a pharmacy anywhere in that area you will be recommended and you will be able to buy uh, herbal teas um, various tinctures um, cough syrups based on plants so all of that is very much kind of in the general culture uh, in in that area so it's not like you are completely oblivious of, of that side of potential medicine. So that's mm -hmm. one part of the story. And uh, another part of it is that I worked part-time in a classic new age store, which was uh, based on a, uh, on a British color therapy system, which is called Aurasoma, which is also uh, using essential oils. But I was part-time working there as a shop assistant, helping out with uh, with some of the workshops as well. And uh, that was sort of a second coming to uh, the 
natural or the phyto phyto medicine mm -hmm. because the owner of that shop got into actually brought both of the uh, <laughs> essential MLMs, but she became the person for uh, for one of them. So she kind of enlisted everyone in the shop, and I for for some time I was actually a, a rep for one of the MLM companies in essential oils. Mm -hmm. So I got into the usual. Uh, rush of oh my god these you know these things are absolutely amazing and you know we can do all these things with them and they smell great and just you know you can do anything with them uh so that was just kind of the second coming and second uh impassionment but uh if that's a word i think i just created a word <laughs> very good we'll add it to the urban dictionary yes uh so that was you know that that was uh how I got reignited in my interest in in sort of essentials and natural medicine now I said that that was part-time job my full-time job at that time was uh with English language because I'm a trained translator and interpreter and that was my my primary job uh was doing translation and interpreting and through that I got contacted by the head of uh, one of the two aromatherapy associations in the Czech Republic saying, well, I hear that you're uh, an interpreter and uh, you're also interested in the olfactory side of things. I'm organizing a workshop for Robert Tisserand. Would you be available because our regular interpreter is uh, is pregnant and can't do that? So I thought, well, sure, why not? It's a, you know, it's a two-day workshop. That's a, <laughs> that's a good job. Uh, and so I said, yes. And, you know, <laughs> that was one of those, you know, um, uh, stars colliding, you know, yes. world shifting, uh, life train hopping onto a different track kind of kind of moments, uh, because that workshop not only uh, started a, a fabulous relationship with now my, my now husband because we were just so comfortable with each other from the moment we met and we from the moment we met we never stopped talking there wasn't a day that we wouldn't, you know, talk, even if we were at different continents at times. But professionally as well, um, uh, the way Robert approached essential oils was kind of combining the sort of the medical background from my family with the sort of phytomedicine background and with the passion of essential oils. And even though I had very different information at that point from uh, the company that I was sort of representing, uh, I didn't feel uh, like I was, you know, I didn't feel um, attacked or I didn't feel like he was confronting me. It's just kind of laying out the the facts and laying out the research. And that uh, that talk was focused on safety. But the approach and the kind of understanding um, solidified my interest in, in, uh, in essential oils in a sort of grounded way and that okay so this is what they are this is what they're capable of this is how we should approach them so that was uh that was that spark of okay this is uh these things are actually really really grounded in everything that i knew to be to be true right and from then on kind of you know the relationship blossomed and uh my interest blossomed as well but in terms of getting involved with the Tisran Institute with the education that was sort of that kind of crept up a little bit because I wasn't 
you know, I had my own uh, freelance businesses of translator interpreter. I had a few translated books under my belt. And I was also teaching English part-time. So I was, I was good. Uh, but I am a problem solver and I am an optimizer. That's my, <laughs> so whenever I can, whenever I can sort of figure out how to make something easier for somebody, I would get in. And that's sort of slowly, slowly how I got helping Robert with what he was doing. Okay, well, let me figure this out for you. Oh, you want to uh, see if you can have your research database uh, on your computer. Okay, let me figure that out for you. And let me figure this out and help you with this and take notes here. And and that kind of slowly, slowly evolved to, to the point uh, where I am now, uh, which is you know, uh, uh, hosting our courses and uh, being sort of the operations manager of of the school and uh, teaching myself as well, because you cannot uh, spend that much time with Robert Tisserand and not learn a whole lot of things. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to say when you said, you know, you were behind the scenes figuring things out. And I was like, no, you're actually teaching. You're teaching things. Yeah. Um, so here's a question just because I don't know, are you certified? Like, where did you get your certification from? Did you go to school? Did you go to the Tisserand Institute? That's well, it's basically, um, uh, I think the best way to describe it is uh, as the, the sorcerer's apprentice here. Knowledge by association. Uh, yeah, 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 and it's it's uh, it's not just you know sitting and listening. On I have heard Robert speak on safety. I was counting it recently, and I I heard his sort of safety workshop at least eight times over. Uh, and whenever we do a new class, um, we work on that together because I do have a background in in teaching and teaching ad- adults because I spent. Uh, eight or nine years as an English as a second language teacher. Mm-hmm. So whenever we're developing a new class, I'm very much hands-on with the information. Uh, and that goes for all of our tutors. It's a very hands-on process with everyone everyone involved. So you are immersed in that, So, which makes it tricky because, you know, I can't say, well, I have Tisseran Institute certifications if I'm the one who's writing test questions. You know? <laughs> right. No, my husband's been in a similar situation. He was in the military and yeah. um, he was like the first, he was in the first class to go through a course that he wrote, you know, so... <laughs> So it's the same type of thing. He had the knowledge, he wrote the course, and now other people are certified as a result. So it's this, yes. And that's, it's totally, yeah, yeah, totally good. Which which makes it tricky. And I'm not claiming that I am a certified aromatherapist. I actually do not want to be an aromatherapist. I'm I'm in the business of education. Yes. uh, And I have been fortunate to have a curious mind. So yeah. well, the, I, will, you know, I will dive. Yeah. The couple of classes that I've sat in that you've taught, it's like, it's obvious that you are an educator. It shines through your ability as Thank a teacher you. shines through. Thank you so much. Well, I yeah. honestly, I just don't like being angry. So if I can, if I can find a way to communicate and whether it's an educational setting or whether it's, um, any kind of communication setting. If I can can find a way to communicate without me being angry and without resulting in a confrontation, I will try to find that. 
not because it's a good policy, generally speaking, which it is, but I just hate being angry. <laughs> well, if you can find that common ground, if you can find a common yeah. language, you can build rapport with anyone. You don't have mm-hmm. to agree yeah. with everything they say to understand yeah. what they're saying. It's yeah. just a different yeah. way to look at an interaction like that. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And one of the one of the great lessons that I have learned is that I don't have to engage with everyone and I I am not responsible for how my message is received or how the teaching is received. Uh, I'm responsible for doing my best to make sure that it is received as well as possible, but the other end is not my responsibility. Amen, sister. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I just had and I can't change the that. other day. I can't change that. And it's nothing personal most of the time. You know, it's just, okay, you, you on the other side of the conversation, you are your own person. You make your own decisions. Absolutely. I can try and reach out if that's not, you know, I'm, I can walk out and I'm perfectly fine with that. Yep. My responsibility is to to make sure that I'm delivering my message Mm -hmm. in a way that's not confrontational. That's that you can understand, right? Because we do have to change how we speak to people because not everybody Mm -hmm. speaks the same language. You know, that as an interpreter. Yes, absolutely. Even if we both speak English, we might not be speaking the same language. Oh my goodness. Yeah. There's so many Englishes and it's so frustrating. sometimes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, that's exciting. Oh, I I, thank you so much for sharing your story. So you were an MLM rep. Mm-hmm. Met, met Robert through uh, a speaking engagement, mm-hmm. helped out behind the scenes, helping him figure out how to make sure his business is running well. I'm assuming that's yeah. kind of what it sounded like. <laughs> and then now oh, you're, was, yeah. And then now yeah, you're, yeah, um, yeah, now you're in the, you're in the role of educator, teacher and working. I'm sh- I'm sure still working behind the scenes to make sure things are running smoothly. Wow. <laughs> And how many years did it take you to go from safety, first safety lesson to now? I think my first sort of realization of, okay, I'm I'm actually sort of running the show or running the business side of things. Yeah, you are, about, girl. It was about two years ago, I think. It was okay. just like, you know, going for a walk with, uh, with my dog and thinking, oh, hell <laughs> I'm, I'm actually you know I'm, I'm actually way more responsible for how things are done than I I thought I was so that was about two years ago so that would be five years from that first moment to, to that full realization uh, and then it took some more time to get more people on board to to uh, get the team to do some of the things that I've been doing because I don't need to be hands-on on everything. Uh, mm-hmm. That has been one of the biggest challenges in, in the business, as I'm sure, you know, and anyone who's ever run a business knows that if you if you are that hands-on, then letting go and letting somebody else do the things and trusting them to do the things is is one of the one of the great challenges. So yeah, it was about five years to that point, and then another year into having a, a team of more people uh, working behind the scenes. Uh, That's amazing. But having that team has really made it possible for you guys to branch out. Like you've got the whole online learning system now uh, where people can just sign up for a class 
and take a class. It it doesn't even have to be in real time anymore. Um, that's, that's not a one person job. That's a lot. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. I think I think we still need a couple more people. <laughs> who, who is it that you think you need now? Like, what would be the next hiring step for you guys? Oh, I need a um, well, definitely need a sort of an admin person for uh, for sort of a maintenance on the website. On not not like huge design things, but making sure that pages get altered as they need to get altered. Making sure that all the forms are where they're supposed to be and the kind of the the stuff that it's sort of small but also isn't but never really makes it up to uh to the top of the priority list unless it becomes a so right. super urgent priority right. so that's yeah that's no customer wants to get a 404 page yeah no, no customer wants that no 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 and if that first click doesn't take them where you want then you in in today's uh, world where you know we're, we're all competing for attention and you have that split second <laughs> and if you miss your chance they're gone yeah uh, yeah all of the things yeah. need to be working yeah absolutely very very good what are you working on right now that's got you really excited like we'll be back after a quick break Hey friends, if you're an aromatherapist, here's something really important that you may not have been taught in aromatherapy school. Connecting with other professional aromatherapists is really important to the health of your practice. Why? Because our brains are designed for connection. Connection, team, clan, tribe, core group, no matter what you call it, it's about survival. When you are isolated, it's easy to become discouraged and feel like nothing you're doing really matters. But when you're connected, and part of a larger group focused on the same goal, you're energized, and maybe you even feel invincible. Well, coming up September 26th through 28th, you have a chance to be a part of a community of aromatherapists at the Aromatics in Action International Conference, Embracing and Composing Sustainable Aromatics in Nashville, Tennessee, USA, brought to you by the Alliance of International Aromatherapists. The AIA is bringing together industry leaders and educators, as well as exhibitors, at their first post post-pandemic in-person conference. There will also be on-demand sessions to add more learning opportunities and continuing education. I invite you to visit alliance-aromatherapist.org and sign up today. That's alliance-aromatherapist.org or visit the link in the show notes and sign up today to join the AIA and be a part of the tribe. Well, right now, and and uh, I don't know if I can say that by the time that this is this is going to be live, it's hopefully going to be out there. But we have two more um, offerings that will kind of look at the people that have done all our courses already, uh, but want to continue learning. Ooh. As we want to continue teaching, we want to. Um, uh, create an opportunity that is not a full-on course because as I said our course development is very intense very hands-on and you know behind the four to eight weeks of class is four to eight months of very intense preparation uh, from from the whole team Uh, and we can't really do that sustainably like at the pace that that would bring new material uh, so we're, we're developing uh, a product that would be a, somewhere between a course and just kind of getting together for a, for a community 
Uh, so that's that's one thing that I'm very excited about. And uh, Robert's working on a new course, and I'm really excited about that because he he is at his happiest when he's just diving for new research and going through that. And uh, this one has been a long time in the making, and it's one of the things that he was working on from the very beginning of his engagement with essential oils. So that one I'm really excited about as well. Yeah. You said something about community. Mm-hmm among the participants of this new offering. Yeah. I absolutely love that. I'm just going to go ahead and say thank you yeah. for all the people who are going to participate <laughs> in that. But, you know, what is it that gave you that idea to create a community oh, around this course? It's, you know, and it's still it's still a sort of community around learning because I think it's not, you know, the, um, being a member of many communities um, online or, or otherwise, there has to be something that brings you together. So the idea is to uh, bring together community around learning and, you know, around the curious minds and the kind of, okay, we just want to learn all that we can about this, this thing. So it, it will always be focused on one thing. So we have a focused uh, community, not, not just let's get together, but okay, let's get together and crack this one up and see what it is that we can see. Right. Because we have been fortunate to already have a community of people who have done our courses, uh, have been very active on our student forums, have been learning with us through the years, and they want to continue doing that and they appreciate the approach that we have, which really is, hey, isn't this fascinating? You know, uh, isn't this fascinating? And look at that. And this may be, there may be something here. Uh, so we just wanted to create a space that doesn't take that much energy for us to to maintain, like a course does, but at the same time provides the sort of similar input on, on the knowledge side of things. I hope I'm making sense. I feel like absolutely. I'm just- so I'm curious, when you came into the Tisserand Institute, was it more just Robert doing talks or was it already a really educational platform? Well, the at the beginning, it was Robert doing webinars uh, online and just kind of, he was, in, when we met in 2014, he was traveling a lot and doing a lot of live talks, which is uh, fairly tiring and uh, demanding for, for anyone. And you have a limited space, uh, so a limited number of people that can come to that talk, right? So already from the beginning, he thought, well, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to do the classes online as well so that the audience is not limited mm-hmm. and anyone from anywhere in the world can uh, can get in. And it was basically on a, uh, just you purchase a webinar series, here you go. You know, you're on your own, you watch it at your own pace, you do it whenever you want to do, you have access forever. Uh, so that was the beginning. And there were two webinar series originally. One was focused on skin and one was focused on sort of pharmacokinetics of essentials. Uh, but from that, we wanted to create something that would be not just about Robert. So we wanted to bring in more people uh, that would teach under the Cicerone Institute umbrella and not not always very known uh, faces, but people who are experts in in their respective areas. And we also decided to do a cohort-based learning 
which means that you can sign up for some of our classes. For the single classes, you can sign up at any time. But our courses have a starting date and they have a deadline. Uh, because what we found out is that if you have uh, lifelong access and there's no pressure to finish anything, there's no pressure to finish anything. And I'm, I'm guilty as charged on that. I still have a course that I started, I think, five years ago. It's a wonderful course on, on fatty oils. And I, I got through the first two lessons and then there was it didn't make it to the top of the priority list because there was no deadline. We're in the education business. We're not in the webinar selling business. So we want to make sure that everybody has a, the best shot at finishing the course. Uh, I love support. that distinction. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. In the education business, not the webinar selling business. We, we want to make sure that you go through the course that you have all the support through the course, which is one thing that we can do if we're doing the cohort learning, because that means, okay, for these uh, two, three months, whatever the time is, you have all of our attention. Right. All of your questions will be answered by the tutor, by us. We're here to support you, to help you go through the course, but you have to finish after a certain date. And that keeps you accountable and that keeps the success rate and the finishing rate much higher I do love that because I am a goal oriented person. And if there's no goal, then I, I lose interest very quickly. So I love that you offer the both options. You do offer webinars. I am signed up for one right now. I it's on my list of things to start next week. Um, But, but having that deadline is so important, which is why one of the reasons I chose ACHS for where to get my education, because Mm -hmm. it's a college, it is a semester, you have a start date, you have a finish date, and all your work has to be done. Um, I I personally need that, but I know that not everybody does. So I love that you actually offer both. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, not everybody does. And also, it's the, the way we do things, it's kind of a hybrid. So we do have like, we, we do timed release. So you do one lesson a week, but you have a whole time from the moment the lesson is released till the end of the course to watch it. So it's not like you have to, you know, you have to be on the, on the market 8am on Monday, otherwise you'll miss your class. It's a, it's a kind of a nice, nice combination of things. Absolutely. Okay. So as an educator, what is one concept in aromatherapy, just in the broad Mm -hmm. field of aromatherapy that you see coming up again and again and again, that people just struggle with, people don't understand. uh, They kind of get the glazed look when you mention the concept. I know as an educator, you probably have plenty, but just one. (laughs) Just one. What what would be the biggest one? Getting the chemistry right without feeling like you need to be a chemist. So just kind of understanding the chemical nature of essential oils, uh, not not in the way of, you know, I'll show you a molecule, you will instantly be able to tell me what it is, but understanding what kind of chemical molecules, what kind of molecules are in essential oils and what that means. That's very often a source of uh, freakouts, minor freakouts in people's like <gasps> chemistry. It doesn't have to be. And it helps down the line in so many ways. And does the Tisserand Institute have a course that explains chemistry just like you just did? 
Yeah, <laughs> we do. We do. And we have we have the wonderful uh, Joe Bowles doing that, who has an incredibly enthusiastic personality, which I absolutely love. Brilliant choice to bring in Dr. Bowles to do that. Yeah. Being here with you, Tisserand Institute banner right behind you. <laughs> you didn't get here on your own. And I'm, and I'm not talking about Robert bringing you along with him. There are so many other people I'm sure in your life who have helped you achieve and accomplish and get to this place. And I would love to hear who it is that inspires you. I am wearing a uh, blazer that was made by my great-grandmother, who was a complicated person, uh, but she was an incredibly fierce uh, woman. And she unfortunately was not able to pursue the education and career that she would have wanted to because she was born at the beginning of the 20th century. And by the, by the time she would have gone to university, the Second World War started in, in Europe and she would either have to be uh, sent into a, a labor camp or she could marry. So she got married uh, before she could pursue any career. But she was an incredibly inspiring figure to me. Uh, she was very principled, but she was also uh, incredibly educated. And she was the person who showed me Greek mythology mm -hmm. and opera singing and, uh, you know, instilled a, a lot of sort of fundamental beliefs uh, in me and my grandmother and my mother uh, going forward. And both my grandma and my mom are incredibly strong women who have overcome a lot, who haven't had the easiest life at times. Uh, my mom basically reinvented herself several times, <laughs> just kind of packed up her whole life. She said I was ready to leave with just a toothbrush. She left with a little bit more than a toothbrush, but reinvented herself. And she is one of the kindest, most caring people that, that I know and incredibly understanding and supportive, uh, basically she's okay with whatever me or my sister do as long as we're happy and thriving, mm -hmm. which is, which has always been uh, an incredible asset in life to have, to have such an incredible woman uh, having your back, you know, including when you say, Hey mom, I'm just going to move to the other side of the planet. <laughs> and she, she, uh, I know it hasn't been easy for her, uh, um, me moving to, to a whole different continent, but she's been supportive. So the whole the whole lineage of my family is, is incredibly inspiring. And in terms of professionalism, there are so many people that I have had the privilege to meet and to talk to and to um, watch uh, work within their fields with integrity. Robert is definitely an inspiration in the approach to work because I can guarantee you that everything that comes out at this Rand Institute and from Robert himself has been examined, re-examined, justified and uh, argumented. And okay, can we really say that? And that, and, and his work ethic is unlike anything I've ever seen. And, you know, in our field, there's so many people that I find incredibly inspiring. Rihanna Lewis is one of them because she has the, the ability to bring people together, even if they don't always agree. There's uh, the the 
pioneers of of the field, like Jeannie Rose, who I think needs to have a biography written about her. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that. And as we um, close out our time together, I do always like to just hand the floor over. If there's any final words you have, any any inspirations that you want to share, um, this is this is yours. For inspiration, I do have a, a, a picture uh, framed above my desk which is basically, it is called the question. And it says, well, maybe the question that we should ask ourselves is what kind of world we want each other to live in. And uh, that has been inspiration for me. And that, that I think is something that if you ask yourself, what kind of world do we want each other to live in? Not just ourselves, but everybody. Mm. Uh, I think that's a really good uh, compass <laughs> to, to have. Thank you for that. I appreciate that so much. Hannah, thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy schedule (laughs) to sit down with me today on Aromatic Chat. I just, I have loved everything I've sat under you learning and just can't wait for more and for this community that you guys are going to be building around education. I love it. And thank you for your contribution, because you you are bringing forward voices from all over the area of, of essential oils. And that's uh, it's quite incredible. And as I said at the beginning, you make this such a pleasant experience. And when people are comfortable, they're very happy to share their deepest passion. So I thank you for that, for bringing that in, in other people as well. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. It's just thank yous back and forth for hours. <laughs> thank you so much, it's Anna. It's love bombing. Love it's bombing. love bombing. It's love bombing. <laughs> <laughs> right. The question. Maybe the question we should ask ourselves is, what kind of world do we want each other to live in? You've probably heard me say this before, but could you imagine a world where we were all living our best lives? where we cared about the people around us? What if today you took one moment to appreciate someone? It could be your partner, your kids, your grandkids, the lady at the register, the guy holding the traffic sign. True story. Really, anyone. We live in a society where we are habitually underappreciated. I remember one time I was flying home from visiting family in Oregon, and I got to the Portland airport pretty early in the morning, so I decided to have breakfast at Capers Cafe. It's a cafeteria-style dining option, and there were several people ahead of me in line. As I was getting closer to the cashier, I could hear her complimenting each person as they came forward. She told one guy that she liked his tie. Another person... She complimented their haircut. I found myself anticipating being the one that got to stand at the register and be complimented. As I slid my tray up to the register, I smiled and I waited, excited to be built up. Could you imagine what it would be like to be on the receiving end of such appreciation? Take a moment right now and just imagine what it would be like to give a compliment, a genuine compliment to someone you know who has done a great job today. Do you see how that makes you feel? Giving appreciation also gives you a boost of energy. Appreciation is not a hollow gesture. It is beautiful energy passed back and forth between us. 
So, the question remains, what kind of world do we want each other to live in? I hope you enjoyed this aromatic chat episode with Hannah Tisserand. True to form, Hannah is a teacher, and I actually edited out quite a bit of our conversation to make sure that this episode wasn't too long. But I do want to let you know that you can have access to the entire recording. One of the perks of being an Aromatic Chat member is you have access to the full unedited episode. For just $4 a month or $40 a year, you can hear the entire episodes, have access to meditations, and more. You can become a member over at buymeacoffee.com slash aromatic chat. That's buymeacoffee.com slash aromatic chat. By becoming a member, you are supporting the mission here at Aromatic Chat of making it possible for people to find the aromatherapist that meets their needs. Be sure to check out the show notes for all of the links mentioned in today's episode. Aromatic Chat is produced by Lemon Balm Coaching. And you can connect with me, your Master Transformational Life Coach and Registered Aromatherapist on the web at LemonBalmCoaching.com. Would you be open to leaving the show a review? Reviews make it possible for Aromatic Chat to climb up the ratings chart and for new listeners to find the show and connect with the aromatherapist that meets their needs. You can leave reviews on platforms like Apple Podcast, Podchaser, or at BuyMeACoffee.com slash Aromatic Chat. Speaking of reviews... Molly M. said, I love what you do, and because of your interviews, I have expanded my aromatherapy world. Wow, Molly, thank you. I appreciate your kind words, and I'm so glad that my work has helped you grow. Did you know that you can now take a piece of aromatic chat with you wherever you go? I have created a line of merchandise that you can purchase to show your love of aromatics and the aromatic chat podcast. Simply go to redbubble.com and search for the aromatic chat shop. Then you don't have to wait for me to say it. You'll have it with you all the time. Until then, peace, love, and aromatics. Hey friends, I want to introduce you to Blend Precisely, the software business toolkit for aromatherapists, herbalists, and formulators. When I first started out as a practitioner, I used spreadsheets, Word documents, my calculator, all of my safety books. And that was before I ever opened up a single bottle of essential oil to create a blend. Seriously, it took at least 20 to 30 minutes for every single blend that I made for my clients or my family. Whether you're a seasoned practitioner or you're just starting out, Blend Precisely will take the guessing out of the safety issues and let you focus on creating beautiful blends with ease. No more using multiple different programs to get your blends ready to go safely and effectively. Everything is calculated for you inside Blend Precisely. Dilution, percentages, chakras, perfumery notes, pricing, milliliters, ounces, grams, and more. Blend Precisely incorporates Tisserand's safety information so you never have a question again. There's no more guessing. One toolkit for everything. The best part about Blend Precisely is that it's not just a program that you sign up to use and then have no support. There is constant support from the creators, Katrin and Seth Burkholz. They have videos every week on their Facebook page, YouTube channel, and they even have a Facebook group for members of their community. I want you to know that Blend Precisely has a 14-day free trial. I suggest that you sign up for the trial. Pull out some of your favorite blends and input them into the program and see what happens. 
maybe even create a few new ones, maybe even create some stock blends and see how Blend Precisely can support you in your aromatic life and business. I'm sharing with you my affiliate link to try out Blend Precisely risk-free for 14 days. Just click on the link to check out the software business toolkit for aromatherapists, herbalists, and formulators. And then use this toolkit to blend precisely.